0: What's up, Reality Czars fam? It's Nate. A uh, little bit about this episode. Uh, we talked to Chris Matthew from Forbidden Knowledge News. He's fucking awesome. We had a great time. Uh, you can probably hear my baby in the background. He just made a noise. Uh, uh, so that was an awesome episode. So shout out to Chris Matthews. Man, he's the best. Uh, so a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes in uh, the Reality Czars world. Um if you remember a few episodes back, we talked to Ben Ingram Tejada, and he was the cryptozoologist that wrote a book about Little Nessie, and that was super fucking fascinating. And then uh, when me and him were talking, we had realized uh, that he is like in the area, so he's like I don't know, like forty-five minutes from me, and so we were both nerds and crypto cryptozoologists or like cryptid fans, so we're like, man, let's do a Bigfoot hunt this summer, so. We are planning on that, and he's got a little intel from, like, some friends and stuff that have seen some, like, local sightings around here and stuff. So uh, then from there, we decided, hey, let's fucking turn this into a documentary. Let's do a Bigfoot documentary. So that's the plan right now. Uh, We don't—we're, like, in the beginning stages, so, like, fans, if you guys know more than we do, which I guarantee most of you probably do— uh, like if you, if you're like, if you're in the Pacific Northwest and dude, if you guys know how to fucking film a documentary or something, or you just want to give us some advice, that would be awesome. Cause like, we don't know we're we're it's going to be awesome. I think we're going to find fucking Bigfoot. I'm going for it. I'm going in with a positive attitude. I'm going to find Bigfoot and maybe fuck him. I don't know. But if you guys want to <laughs> help us out and be like part of this, that'd be awesome. Or just want to like, Give us some advice. That would be awesome. Uh, so hit us up, man. Hit us up on, like, we're pretty active on Instagram nowadays. You can hit us up on Twitter or you can hit us up on our on our Telegram channel that has, like, 12 people in it. Come, get in our Telegram channel and make it more interesting. I, th- I swear to God there's, like, 12 people in there. Let's have fun. Let's, like, anyways. Also, uh, hey, so hit us up on, on Gmail. I know we shouldn't have a Gmail. We should have a Proton Mail, but... lame and we just have a gmail i'll get a proton mail at some point uh so it's reality gmail at gmail.com we appreciate you we love you all right thanks Uh, i hope you enjoyed this episode bye Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Zars podcast, and we're your hosts, Nate and Tony. Hello. And we have the great Chris Matthew on from Forbidden Knowledge News. Uh, welcome, brother. We're happy to have you on here.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I've been listening to your show. Great stuff, and I'm honored to be here. Let's get weird.
0: Let's get weird, man. I, <laughs> You have no choice but to get weird
1: on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we get man. fucking
0: weird. Uh, yeah. uh, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where they can find you?
1: Yeah, I am host and creator of Forbidden Knowledge News. You find me everywhere, all podcast platforms. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.news. We also uh, have the Forbidden Knowledge Network there. We feature other podcasts from our community. Uh, We're on Rockfin, rockfin.com slash FKN Plus and Odyssey. And we put clips up on YouTube and
0: occasionally whole videos on YouTube because it blows. But that's us. Yeah. Yeah, we're currently on YouTube, and we've been trying as hard as we can to fucking... Because like, we have two strikes, and we're looking for our third, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it just, listen- it's, it's like
1: listening- walking on eggshells with them.
2: Well, they're listening, to you, they're listening to you right now, and they, they realize that you want them to get canceled, so... Um... Yeah, We're oh. to maybe that's
0: a loophole. You just have to tell them all the time. I want to get canceled this time, and then they won't. Yeah, yeah gonna... <laughs> But as
1: far as uh, what I'm, uh, our show is about, it's everything I cover everything from conspiracies, conspiracy, spirituality, ufology, ancient history, hidden history, uh, conspiratorial history, anything that is out of the in the realm of fringe and out of the realm of mainstream, we are covering it. So that's what we do.
0: Dude, I dig it. Yeah, you guys really do you have a fucking awesome show over there, dude. You have such interesting guests. Thank it's you, always brother. somebody different. It's always some like topic that I'd never even heard of or whatever. It's it's fun, man. Yeah, I really dig what you're doing over there. Thank you, brother. So you've been doing it for a minute, huh? You've been doing it for
1: yeah, like, we I got started. It was just a Facebook blog when I got started. It was in about 2015-2016. I started a Facebook blog and people dug it. And I was like, Man, I gotta I gotta talk to people smarter than myself if I'm going to be presenting some of this weird information. So uh I started a YouTube channel and uh it you know it started a, a talk show basically. It reached out to some of my favorite authors, researchers, and they were uh oddly enough happy to come on my little show and it was uh, you know I was grateful for that and then one day Charlie Robinson comes on we hit it off and he suggests you need to do a podcast and honestly, at the time I, I was listening to podcasts. I didn't, you know, I was listening to stuff on YouTube and, and radio shows. And I guess I was listening to podcasts, but didn't really know what it was, you know? Uh, and he said, you know, you did, you need to jump into this world. And as soon as I did, man, that's where it took off because censorship was hitting YouTube and everywhere else. And I, I was at a standstill with growth there and uh, it was wonderful. The podcast took off. I then uh, kind of, linked up with uh, a suggested uh, friend of Charlie's, Corey Hughes, and he's uh, he's my production assistant, and he puts out a few shows on the network, and uh, we kind of made this thing happen, and eventually I was blessed enough to quit a cocksucking awful job that I hated going to every day and do this full time
0: hell yeah man that's fucking awesome that was the thing i was gonna say dude you're like prolific as fuck i'll look and there's like another interview out another interview out i'm like god damn man well i I like i like to pay my rent and
1: eat that's pretty much why there's so much no it's i love it man it's it's so fun and like I'm at the point where if I don't put out like an an episode a day, I'm like, man, I was
0: lazy today. So, you know, (laughs) it's good stuff though. I should start putting out more. We have a fucking backlog. I'm just putting out like two a week and then maybe a bonus episode if I was on somebody else's show or something like that. It's a lot though, man. You
1: know, putting out five, six shows a week, it takes it out of you. And, uh, you know, I try to take breaks every once in a while, but I, you know it's podcasting is not where the money's at i'm telling you man you got to no. you got to hustle it's <laughs> like having 10 yeah. different jobs at the same
0: time but just it's one job you know it's crazy yeah, that's the shitty thing because I work like 60, 65 hours a week already. And then, like, I want to make uh, like unique cover art for it. I want to have detailed yeah. show notes. I want like all this shit. And it, like, it just drags you.
1: Like, yeah. And there, I am in no way like able to hire anybody to help me. So I'm like trying to hustle all this stuff by myself. But it yeah. works out, man. You know, I, the, the universe was happy that I was making myself happy, I guess. And, you know, kind of took yeah. off from there dude and
0: you do it because you love it you know that's the thing it's like i'm a fucking idiot like getting into podcasting is just another fucking dumb thing to do like i'm a cook you know and i've been i mean i've been a chef i've been in the food service industry since i was like i don't know 16 years old and i you do it because you love it not to make money you know you're working long ass hours the money was a side effect an (laughs) unexpected side effect really you know yeah but it, I mean, in the same way, it's like podcasting, you know, it's just like long hours. Well, not really. No, it's not like podcasting. There's just no money in it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, man. But uh,
1: yeah, I, I'm I'm blessed to have been able to come this far. And uh, we're actually starting production on a docu-series uh it was going to be just a documentary but there's so much like information and stuff going into it we're going to be covering like all the topics i cover on my show that i just talked about and we're also going to be traveling across the united states interviewing people live like guests i've had throughout the years podcasters uh fans people that you know um want to participate in the show and it's going to be an ongoing thing i believe we're just going to kind of hit the road uh probably in a couple of weeks and just keep going and come back oh, for yeah. a while, do some editing, put some episodes out. Uh, and it's going to be, you know, mainly video docu-series e- episodes. Uh, we're kind of throwing it out in the water if anybody wants to pick it up, but we're completely self-funded. Uh, so this is going to be like a, a lot of work and the gas money is ridiculous. So, Dude, we do ask if, is crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. If we do ask if anyone wants to help out, we have a little donation page, uh, Supportfkn.com. fkn.com. Uh, anything is greatly appreciated. It would help you know, us to get out to see you guys. It would help it, uh, with gas and everything. So we're hoping that we get enough of those and maybe get uh, picked up by some a couple of uh, sponsors for that. And
0: uh, we'll see what happens. But it's going to probably be an ongoing thing, man. Hell yeah, man! That's awesome. I, I got a buddy out here. He just actually wrote a book. I don't know if you've talked to him, uh, Ben Ingram Tejada. Have you talked to him at all? No, I haven't. He not. just wrote a book about Little Nessie and uh, really fucking cool over nice. in uh, Venezuela. Um, anyways, that that area there. I guess there's a Little Nessie out there. He wrote a fucking awesome book, and I realized that like me and him talked. I had him on the show, and then I realized that he lives like I don't know, like forty five minutes from me. And he's a big nerd like me and loves Bigfoot. And we're just like one thing after the other. And we were going to go Bigfoot hunting this summer. And we we're like, let's turn it into a documentary. So yeah. we're going to – we're starting. We're, I don't know what – neither one of us has done this before. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to make it happen. and It's fun, man. Like,
1: Yeah, I haven't done it before either. I mean, you know, I went to media school at Full Sail and kind of dabbled with uh, – digital media and production and film production and film editing i was a editor at my local news station for a couple of years so i you know i had, I had the best
0: hopefully in turn into something that uh, for people you know hell yeah man you uh, during any of your uh, trips are you planning on coming out around the portland oregon area
1: yeah, man, we we're planning hopefully on hitting like every state. There's yeah. there's cool and conspiratorial and paranormal things in every state, I believe. And you know, it'd be fun to try and hit, you know, all fifty of them. And it's it, since it's going to be an ongoing thing, it's something that's doable. Um, and you know we're gonna start out. We already got uh, access to the back of Skinwalker Ranch with a couple of That's folks cool, that we know there. We're gonna be going to Dealey Plaza to check out the JFK uh, assassination area. uh Let's see Mount Shasta, the meadow, um, Area 51 uh places out east i mean there's a lot of surprise places that we don't want to mention until we get out of there but we're also taking suggestions for places if anybody in the audience you know says this is a cool place come out here yeah man we're gonna hit we're gonna try to hit them all we're gonna go (laughs) as many places as we want
0: well if you do come out here hit me up because uh i'd love to hook up with you man
1: oh yeah for sure Yeah, we're, we're making a little list of people who want to kind of hook up and, and do, maybe uh, help out with some production or uh, lodging or whatever while we're out mm-hmm. there, so that would be amazing.
2: Yeah, it's cool, man. going on tour.
1: <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, going on a conspiracy yeah. tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man, and and hopefully, like I said, we'll be able to to get enough because gas is ridiculous, and we may head into uh, Mad Max world before we actually get production going we may have an economic crash and people start killing each other but you know we i'm hopeful i'm hopeful that we will be able to do it you know yeah
0: i yeah i I keep wondering how much time we have because like uh, i'm trying to figure it out like i like where i kind of like where i live right now but oregon is kind of like a commie cesspool so like well you know <laughs> parts of colorado
1: are too the main yeah. mainly the city parts that why that's why we moved out to the country but country is a completely different place than than most city uh parts throughout the country i mean and we've already started kind of growing our own food and getting crops ready and uh, linking up with other sustainable communities and things like that. So hopefully that's by the cool. time this happens, we'll be a little
0: ready for it. You know, guns. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got it, man. That's oh, yeah. that's that's the fucking way. Yeah. So, I mean, theoretically, we're looking at other states like we've been looking at Texas. We've been looking at Florida. I really like Idaho, except they're weird about weed. You oh, know, just, yeah. uh, that's that's the one, like if Idaho, if Idaho could fix that one thing, I'd fucking move there tomorrow.
1: Yeah, that's one of my crops growing right <laughs> now, for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, what's your favorite? I mean, I, I don't know what even what to ask you, man. You're the fucking, like, uh, what's your favorite conspiracy right now? Like, what are you fucking oh, with? God. What are you, like, exploring right now that gets you excited? Uh,
1: right now I am like deep into the alien deception that's going on, not only in the mainstream, but in our, our community. Uh, I was, like, when I first started, I was, you know, a believer in what the narrative is telling me aliens are, you know, like these little green or gray men with big eyes that come here on tin cans to stick things in our asses and <laughs> do experiments on us. But I, yeah. I've come to learn. <laughs> yeah, I come to learn through my own experiences and um, talking with amazing researchers and exploring things that it is much more than that. And I think it's something that uh, we may not ever understand, but we may grasp a little bit. Piece at a time. It's like a, a onion that is keeps on peeling and peeling, and you can't find the inside of it. Uh, but the mainstream right now is is completely shitting all over. You know what the real whatever is considered really going on. Uh, now I know, I know for a fact that if. Uh, if you've had a genuine contact experience like myself and 90% of the other contactees I've interviewed and spent time with and talked to and going to conferences with, if you have an understanding of your experience and you weren't taken by the U S military or MK ultra project, 90% of those are positive experiences and people have grown from them and they are spiritual experiences. A hundred percent. That's, That is the main uh, idea of this. And they are trying to make it anything but a spiritual uh, experience. They're trying to paint it as a threat. One, Uh, they are trying to make it a physical type um, scary experience that these are little, uh, you know, green men coming to either stick stuff up our butts or take over our planet. Uh, yeah, but when in reality is mm. most uh, contact experiences are really like non-physical. People are taken in their dreams, people are taken in their sleep. Uh, they have these just consciousness experiences where they are communicating with other entities. I've had through th-
0: fascinating.
1: Yeah, I've had my own through meditation, um, and I've taken it a step further. I've had my own through psychedelics, and now I kind of have a connection to what I understand is not aliens but my spirit guides and my Mm -hmm. higher self. this is where the muddy – the waters get kind of muddy, and we're not sure what it is. i I'm not saying that there aren't aliens coming from different planets to stick things in our butts, but I don't think the main – the majority of the phenomena is that, and I don't think what the, the, um, the military and the mainstream media and the government is trying to portray that as is something that they have – Kind of manufactured and created themselves. Like I think most of the UFOs we see are theirs. I think most of the dr- the little tic tacs and that's I think that's a black project uh, government projects that they're putting out there, so that they can push forward this narrative of of UFOs coming in to take over our planet and they're a threat and things of that nature. When in reality. We are uh, com- kind of awakening as a species and getting in touch with our higher selves, our uh, whatever these entities are, our, our ancestors, um, even a- interdimensional entities. But I think they're all connected to us and who we are as humans and our growth and our consciousness evolution that's the big our spiritually consciousness evolution and that's what contact for me and 90 percent of the people that i've interviewed and talked to and spent time with is about it's about grow making themselves better uh the first thing my spirit guys told me was i need to take care of childhood trauma and uh, get on the board with uh, some um kind of mental health uh repairs that i needed to make and you know that's not anything close to what the government is trying to portray these things as you know and if yeah. if more people realize the truth that it's about uh, evolving humans it's about making us better it's about spiritual evolution and consciousness abilities evolution like psi uh, abilities psychic abilities telekinesis all these things that we used to have that been shut down through food, water, air, everything that our government and military is feeding us because they don't want us to reach that level. Well, these guys are coming in saying, fuck that. You need to reach this level anyway. That's why we're having uh, a lot more people experiencing this stuff, a lot more people interested in this stuff. And I think just the awakening general, even if it's people not looking into aliens or spirituality, they're looking into corruption. They're looking into things that they have Mm -hmm. realized in the past uh, couple of years that isn't right for humanity. Uh, and they're realizing that in, on some level they're enslaved when they need to realize on many levels they're enslaved. But, you know, it's come their awakening, and that's all part of where I believe we're being pushed to evolve as humans, and th- there's a group of individuals on this country that don't want that. They're terrified of that. They like the control they have right now. They like the control systems that they're in right now, mm-hmm. and that's what everything, the weird agendas that we're seeing, COVID, uh, monkeypox, uh, Russia, All the crap that they throw at us, us shootings on a daily basis, uh, is all about keeping us a distraction from what's really happening, is a massive spiritual evolution, people getting connected with their higher selves and uh, other dimensional beings on a level that most don't understand yet, but I believe it's happening on a grand scale. And I think that's what the whole extraterrestrial deception
0: is about. That's fucking fascinating, man. There's so much there. Um, Because I go back and forth with, I mean, with the the interdimensional things, I definitely think that they're there, right? And I think that there are higher frequency and lower frequency. I think that there, I, I don't like to attribute like, evil and good and evil or something like that right but i don't know i think that uh there's something fascinating to it because i mean think about the experiences like in the bible where they talk about like an angel came down scared the shit out of him they are like this guy has like 10 like 100 eyeballs and he looks like a fucking psycho and and he's like nine feet tall and but it was a positive experience. He's like, do not be afraid. Then he talks to you. And like, so, like, what would it, what would we see that as, right? Like, if an angel came down, like, I mean, that, that sounds like a fucking crazy alien to me, you know? Well, and if I- you think about it, like,
1: most of these really, spiritual and powerful and profound experiences that you hear about in antiquity, like the Bible. um, We have no idea. Like Those things don't happen on a daily basis anymore for people, for some reason. But if you look at the fact that these guys were probably... Eating some plant medicines, eating some psychedelics, they might have been uh, for it, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I I completely attribute lots of human evolution and spiritual evolution and consciousness evolution to psychedelics that we've used as our ancestors in the past. Uh, I think that not our physical evolution, but I think our mental and consciousness evolution is totally attributed to us uh, experimenting things and using things ritually, like psychedelic medicines. And I think that angelic contact could be a part of that because, uh, whenever I've used psychedelics to do the same thing, it's pretty profound what can occur and the entities that you can, can come and to meet with.
0: So I just had an idea while we were talking about that. So, uh, let's say that you have Like you had an entity experience, right? You said you had it like, and it was a positive one. And they talked to you and they told you what you needed to hear at that time. And it was something positive and like something to help yourself. And I think a lot of times, right? So let's just go down this rabbit hole. I'm not saying that anyone's alien experience wasn't real. But let's say that it is a reflection of oneself, like when you're doing psychedelics or something and you find that spirit, because I believe in a higher power. I believe in a creator. And I think that every single one of us has a piece of the creator inside of them. Right. And so I think that you can get in touch with that. That's like, you can call it the Holy spirit. You can call it like, you know, whatever you want to call it. And so let's say that you were like, you're like you, uh, I talk too fast. (laughs) My mouth doesn't keep up with me. So, but let's your spirit guide, right? Like you got in touch with your spirit guide and he was like talking to you. Now, what's fascinating is let's say like an evil piece of shit. Like, so it's not necessarily the entity that's evil. It is a reflection of oneself. So like the person that you're talking to is giving you good feedback Hillary Clinton, if she talks to her in her, in her being, right. right. It's like, she's going to have an entirely different thing. Well, I think you you're just got rid of them, 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 then, you know what I mean? You can consolidate yeah. power. And you know, it's like, uh, that's fascinating as fuck that it, yeah, it, I think maybe it is a um, reflection of oneself. You're closer
1: <laughs> to that. And that's what I, I am kind of, uh, working through is, is this just, uh, Pieces of ourself that is coming through our higher selves, just uh, our higher consciousness trying to guide us in the direction that we're supposed to go? Or is it our ancestors and angels and other entities not directly part of us, but still connected to us in some way? And I go back and forth on that because Mm -hmm. some of the, I say most of the information that I got from my experiences uh, was information that I didn't either. I didn't know I knew or didn't know at all. And some of it was future information that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah. things and like I don't that like to be dismissive of people's experiences either. Right. So like, I'm not telling you, yeah, I'm not telling anyone that's listening to this. I'm not telling you that your experience wasn't, and that but it then was again- only inside because <laughs> yeah, I go back and forth too. I agree with you that a lot of this shit could be definitely, I think that there are fucking interdimensional beings. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, and I go back and forth. Is it all
1: us, you know, is our, yeah. oh, all this experience, just us. Um, I've had a great, um, guest and, and friends say that we all originated from one source and this source for whatever reason, wanted to grow and explore and learn. So it split off into billions of different fractals and experiences and all these experiences keep fractalizing until they've lost sight of what they were originally, but it's all still the same kind of entity just fractalized off. And now maybe uh, some of these uh, pieces want to come back to the source and that could be a part of what's happening right now. Uh, And it's just all one individual consciousness fractured out throughout the universe, but we all experience kind of different realities because we're experiencing different pieces of it. So that's, that's another thought too. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: that is fascinating. Yeah, and we can. I don't know why it made me think of. uh, It made me think of Full Metal Alchemist and like that the old man that had the different aspects of his personality, and they all wanted. Yeah, I don't know. That's fascinating. So I mean, there might be some like evil. As I don't know. I have no idea. But all one consciousness trying to come back together. That's uh,
2: yeah. Every time you have a conversation with someone, that there's a little part of you in your head, like exactly like where the borders between you and me, like it's not necessarily a defined area
0: yeah that is fascinating too tony i mean i think that also comes back to like realizing there's a piece of the divine in every single living human like i like i i used to be a real jerk dude i was like a fucking little hothead latino butthead you want to you know want to fight people want to be just a dick and uh and then uh, dude psychedelics brought me to god psychedelics brought me to jesus man Uh, i i started doing goo gobs of fucking mushrooms tons of mushrooms. And then like, I'm out here in Portland in my early twenties. And I would see all these homeless guys and people I would normally just walk right past, ask me for money. Fuck you. You know, that sort of thing. And uh, then I was like, ah, oh, these are fucking human beings. And th- and it's like two in the morning, he's fucking cold. Like, and so I would just like, I was an atheist at the time and I would just like stop and start talking to him and I'd be like, Hey man, can I pray for you? Like, why the fuck did I say that? You know, <laughs> you know, just like, yeah, uh, you know, and like, they, you know, they would talk to me, they would tell me what was going on in their life. And then we would just sit there and we'd pray and we talk to like, we talk to the divine, you know, and, and we would just pray. And then like, I was like, you want to grab a cup of coffee? And it like, it like being, it made me recognize other people as, as also like, I don't know how to explain it very well, but it was, it was a, per, it was a thing that I needed. Psychedelics yeah. came at a perfect time in my life to, uh, to become a better person, I guess.
1: They make you realize how you're a piece of everything else and that person yeah, exactly. is part of you. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's one of the huge things that is trying to be extinguished in uh, throughout uh, the, the planet right now uh, is that connection to everyone else. And that's why they don't want people to uh, realize this and, and experiment with things like psychedelics. Uh, There are terrifying things happening with psychedelic research on one end because I know – I don't know if you listened to the episode I did with Ben Stewart the other day. We were talking about uh, transhumanism and where we're going with the metaverse and everything like that, and he had been looking at some terrifying research that uh, big tech companies – are taking psychedelics and doing experiments with them. And eventually they want to merge some kind of psychedelic crazy cocktail, like patch or something with your experience in the metaverse, with your VR experience to where it's going to be so blissful and wonderful and real that you don't ever want to get out of that experience. You want to stay plugged in forever. And for me, that's terrifying. That's not the direction that, (laughs) that I think we need to be going at all. Uh, We need to stay, you know, as, Natural human beings, and we're being pushed to, of course, uh, merge ourselves with technology and the transhuman era and metaverse and everything that they're doing there.
0: Yeah, man, that's a dangerous thing. And especially you're making me think about it too. Yeah. You know, all those dudes are like microdosing, right? All those dudes are doing tons of like little bits of acid mushrooms and things like mm. that. And they're opening themselves up to maybe that other, you know, getting well, maybe the that dark side, like you were talking about, yeah.
1: these guys have that dark stuff. So they're using these substances and it's tapping into
0: something else, the wrong so, stuff. That's the fascinating thing to me is like, is there a dark thing or is it internal? Because like for the longest mm. time, I, I, you know, I definitely have this, I have a theory about the AI and um, I definitely think uh, I talked about it with Sam yesterday, actually, and we were talking about, so so. what I think basically is that this can kind of be tied back to like Black Saturnian, kind of uh, the Black Cube, kind of that kind of cult thing that the elites are a part of, right? They all have the same symbolism. They all keep this like this dark Illuminati, this kind of thing, all that kind of bullshit. I think that there is one dark religion that they follow. They have this, like uh, they have this, uh, you know, they have to tell you, they have these like little rules that they go by and they have this. Anyways, I'm terrible at explaining this, but uh, what I think is that they've been in communion with these entities for a long time. Right. They've been talking to these interdimensional beings. And I think that they, you know, that's how they have been making up new technology and things like that. Right. They're getting, uh, they're getting this from these interdimensional beings. And so like I had this idea that like they are trying to progress to a level like the AI is pushing them along further and further and want to get to this place where they build this like symbiote, right? They build this AI. And I think what I think it is, is something like this, right? I think that these interdimensional beings can like come and inhabit our body maybe, but I don't think that they can touch this, Whatever this is, this realm, right? I don't think that they can come here for long. Like maybe they can come here for a second and then they have to go back. But they can they can take one of our bodies and use it as a vessel for a while, right? And they can inhabit us. Um, and I think that like, what is your brain? Your brain is basically a computer, right? And so I think that they want to build this fucking crazy computer so that they can actually come over here and inhabit it and be here in a physical form. And that's what the AI will be. And I, dude, I, I don't know if that's really what's going yeah. on, but I gotta feel it, man. And it's well, like, that's a, yeah. I mean, it's it's all possibilities. That could be the antichrist, you know, something like or whatever you want to call it. Some right, yeah, comes here,
1: yeah. I think there's so many different timelines and possibilities we could be going down right now. But I want to go back to something you said about these these guys. Uh, how there's this level of psychopathy uh, amongst these elites that I don't understand. Like it's, it's, it's something that's non-human to me. It's something that I, you know, even the worst dirtiest scumbag friend that I had, like they're doing stuff way worse than him. So it, I don't see, I don't understand. And I can't connect to that level of disgusting human behavior and psychopathy, you know, things like wanting to perform genocide, you know, things like wanting to, to depopulate the planet and, uh, pit, uh, races against each other. And all the things that these yeah. elite scumbags do is something that I could never wrap my head around. And that's why I look at, well, are these guys human? Do, do they have some kind of walk-in spirit or entity mm-hmm. that's controlling them and push pulling the streams on a, on a higher level? I don't know, but I do not see any ounce of humanity and maybe they have been infected with some kind of AI. Maybe they're Mm -hmm. so deep in this technocratic bullshit that's, you know, somehow they got infected with some kind of parasite or something like that. It's all possibilities. Uh, But the interesting thing is if you've ever kind of looked into project looking glass, every time they looked into the future with the, this remote viewing that they were doing for for these black projects, they would always realized that the goals from the elitists that they were trying to put forward, they would always lose and their system would always crumble and it would always be the same outcome. Our utopia, their demise after every kind of, uh, procedure of looking in remote viewing towards the future that this, this elite group, uh, was doing. Um, and it, it was the same every time. So that just tells me that no matter what they're doing, no matter what agenda or attempt, it's all going to end the same. Um, I can tell you that we'll probably see some, uh, some pretty dark times ahead and, and turmoil, but I think that we're going to come out ahead no matter what. And um, these l- elite uh, lizard people can't win.
2: Yeah. So this is,
0: go, sorry. Go ahead, Tony.
2: Well, yeah, I was just going back before we you talk about like Michael Dawson and merging with technology and being mm. in the metaverse. I can imagine that would be, I would feel like there's a rejection there. Like, if I'm just tripping, the last thing I want to do is hang out in the metaverse. I don't want to play right. video games. Yeah. I to, but I feel like, and how many people basically have these crisis moments in their lives? They're coding, they're working for whatever company, working 80, 90 hours a week, just looking at a screen, microdosing every day. And they get one day away and they're just like, fuck this, I'm never going. And that happens every day. Like, people walk away from this shit. And I think you're right. Like, I don't think this ever scenario where this plays out in a positive way. I don't think it'll ever go away completely. But I think there's just going to be this perpetual rejection of this control system because, um, I mean, get back to your point a little bit about, like, these, whether or not, like, it's, like, these demons that were manifested. I mean, like, we all have demons. We all have parts of ourselves that don't, like, we're predators. There's parts of us that will go out and kill other animals to eat. That's some dark shit, but um, most of us have boundaries around that. We wouldn't bring that into like the human contact. Some people do, and it's like this long progression yeah, some people, people have no on. barriers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. So people bring that energy into the human realm and they become predators to us and we sense that in some way and it drives us naturally trying to like how can they do this? How can they create genocide?
1: Well, it it makes me wonder how much is perpetuated mind control and trauma throughout generations and generations. Mm -hmm. And not only that, pharmaceuticals, uh, the TV, uh, video games, indoctrination that people are seeing every day in combination with chemicals that are killing them, pharmaceuticals, uh, in combination with things that are the indoctrination from your school system and everything that that goes against what's natural for a human, uh, you know, being pushed towards the corporate world to up the corporate ladder is being pushed towards psychopathy. Um Absolutely it, it is in no yeah. way uh in, in
0: endearing it rewards your humanity. Psychopathy. Yeah, yeah, it rewards you for just like stabbing yes. someone in the back and like stepping over them, you know, things like that. And like at, something that you were saying, Tony was like, I remember the first time that I did shrooms. I like ate these chocolate covered mushrooms. I was probably I don't know 14. And I was like trying to get on MySpace and I was trying to do something, I was like, I could not fucking focus on it. I was like, <laughs> fuck this. We went out in the woods, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the last place I wanna be is sitting there inside trying to fuck around on a, you know, it's so on a computer. It's,
2: and, it's so instinctual. It's so instinctual. And we've been doing this for so long. For, that, for as long as we've been people, we've been looking at the ground and looking and being like, oh, I can eat this and this will make me feel good for the next couple of hours. I'll have some visions. I'll come back with some knowledge. Or I might feel bad. I don't know, but I'll learn something yeah yeah pretty new well there there are uh, there's a group
1: of this younger generation that would kind of rather be in that video game realm that spend all day long and don't get tired of it they want to just kind of immerse themselves in these systems because they in real life into it, man. well and, and yeah. in real life they might be teased they might not be who they want to be they might yeah. have identity disorders so uh we and they don't
0: have that option you right. know, until we yeah. were forced to confront a lot of those things yes. you know and th- that's a fascinating thing and and then uh, part of what you were saying about these people having this level of psychopathy and then like i kind of have this weird fucking um this weird fucking theory too or it's not even really my theory i've been talking to people and they've been like we've been building on it you know and things like that it's like this uh, are you familiar with like this i, I You're familiar with everything, (laughs) but like the whole star seed thing. Right. You know? Uh, Yeah. And it's just this fascinating idea that there's like, maybe the only people that are fucking real are the star seeds that this world is artificial that this world is not like we weren't supposed to be here this really is a fucking prison planet and like the only people that are waking up the only people that are actually because you're talking about how they have these levels of indoctrination that they that they've been trying to like program us for fucking generations and centuries trying to make us forget who we are and they fucking drug us with like well with pharmaceuticals and also with gmos with all these fucking crops and like like they knew that grains were going to make us sluggish like like what's his name? Something Kellogg knew like he fucking was feeding a cereal to make little boy stop masturbating because he knew it'd make you sluggish and kind of feel like shit. You know what I mean? Like all of this stuff was done on purpose. So what do they do? They make that the breakfast cereal. They make you want to like this is what you're supposed to do. Carbo load in the morning. Eat all this genetically modified grain. You're going to feel great. You know, they like they steal the real and sell you back the fake. And they you know, and it's in our water through like fucking fluoride it's an it's every single thing it's an attack on life and it's just trying to make us like submit and follow and like put our own chains on us and it's just fucking crazy man
1: let's take it let's take it deep let's Let's say that we (laughs) created this whole system for ourselves that this is just a learning system and these Mm -hmm. elites are part of this Program. They're part of the the program to help us evolve. This is an evolutionary program that we built, we put together and we choose to to immerse a problem. We choose to immerse ourselves in this uh, kind of simulated reality that we built for ourselves, but we have obstacles in there. We have uh, traumas. We have things that we have to overcome to like win the game to, to get to the next level. And what if, you know, it's all our creation and those, uh, those NPCs and these evil, scumbags are like characters in a video game meant Hard. that we're supposed to <laughs> conquer and then once we conquer those and get past a, a certain mentality and consciousness evolution we go to the next level and yeah. well, you know one day we just unplug out the game and be like yeah I learned something there
0: you know well, I mean because we could I mean very much so we we're in like our larval stage right now we're little pupas, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's oh, like we're definitely. stuck in this meat suit and I don't think that we're supposed to be stuck in this meat suit. And mm. so it's it's fascinating because like maybe once you overcome, you get to be one of those higher entities. And maybe those are who you're communing with when you're doing those fucking drugs and you're having a positive experience. And maybe the ones that took all the wrong lessons and fucking failed. Those are the ones that, <laughs> you know. Yes, it could be. And yeah. maybe they
1: have their own karma and lessons that they have to learn to break mm-hmm. out of their Kind of slime yeah. bag. Uh, and they might person. be running <laughs> the
0: video game right now. Right, you know they might be part of the programming. Like if you. Yeah, I don't know. You
1: well, could say, yeah, you could take it to that level, too. Maybe it's all yeah. nefarious. Maybe we're trapped here. It's like the Demiurge. They trapped their souls here, and they keep recycling us. It is a very Gnostic, either, Gnostic Like the yeah. like energy type of harvesting thing. That's kind of, you know, that that doesn't make me feel too good. But
0: you know, <laughs> it could <laughs> go either way. But I think you can escape. That's the whole thing about being a star yeah. seed is that we just have to know this. And so when we go, we can go. You know, it's yeah. like, Yeah. So we have to wake up the other star seeds and ignore the NPCs because there's a lot of them and a lot of those people will never wake up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the goal is to ignore all the most of the physical and try to um, transcend all that shit and get to where you are at, at the source. Uh, but you know, it's, it's not easy. And I think that's why we come back so many times. I'm completely convinced that reincarnation is real and we keep popping ourselves in here or something keeps popping us in here until we can learn and, and grow out of it. And have that's you talked like- to
0: Emmanuel Kingman? You yes. Really should yes you yeah. have- I, I love had that him. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. his whole idea is like where we think that we're having, uh, Uh, we're we're reliving a what the hell like a reincarnation and those memories of our past lives he thinks that that's just like deep-seated dna like trauma and that's like actually we're experiencing things from our ancestors and we're experiencing Uh, memories uh, that's encoded in our dna and i thought that was a fucking fascinating idea and i mean i don't know i'm on the fence with either either well the way (laughs) the way i
1: handle all this stuff like it it, it's a lot of information doing what i do and of course not all of it can't be true but i you just have to keep an open mind. I'm always ready for my paradigm to be shifted. I'm yeah. always ready to believe
0: something my new. mind blown. Every yeah, day there's yeah. a new red pill. I'm like, holy shit. The second you start so believing fun.
1: something and <laughs> thinking something like wholeheartedly and telling everybody yeah. about that and preaching that, somebody's going to prove that wrong and you're going to look like a dick. Yeah. So, you know, and that's happened to so many people in this kind All of conspiracy. Everything world. by I think. <laughs> yeah. Right, right.
0: I never say Possible, I know. Maybe, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah for sure that's the way you got to play it here man I mean it's I love that I love all the information coming out even if some of it is just so ridiculous and off the wall it could never be true we got to have it all out there so that we can discern for ourselves that's 100%. what you know it, we're big boys and girls we can discern for ourselves and big daddy government doesn't want us to know that we can do that so they just muddy us with
0: all kinds of other BS to keep us thinking yeah, they that load us this information like every single thing I'm sure they can't I didn't even watch it but I'm sure like the ufo thing where they were talking like the, no, no. did you watch any of that
1: no i i can't bring yeah, it yeah. it just pisses me off that no yeah. I, I get <laughs> clips and I, i'll go look at it after and like kind of dissect it a little bit but i have not brought myself to do that yet uh but yeah it's all just um propaganda propaganda after propaganda
2: yeah, yeah man. the point is right though about um just being like the being teachers though i mean klaus schwab is definitely influenced more people to have guidance than anyone else in the last two years like, more people are growing their own food because of that weird, creepy guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, no, we need to start growing our own. And we're all doing this now.
1: Yeah. Like, it's like they serve weeks. a purpose somehow, you know. Maybe they're just being so evil to evolve us to be better, you know. It's, yeah. it's a possibility. Well,
2: it's visible. You can see it. You can see it in a way that you couldn't see it maybe 10 years ago. So we're all kind of blindly walking around. And now everyone is trying to figure out community, figure out God and self-defense, all these things that are very human things to know.
1: Well, think about Hollywood, what they've been showing us the past 10, 20 years is everything that we've been leading up to dystopian realities. The governments are tyrannical. Uh, We have to fight back against them. This is like the premise of every big Hollywood movie. There's some kind of evil that we, the little people are being trapped under and we need to rise up and, and find out who we really are. I mean, how many Hollywood sci-fi action movies is that the premise of? And they've been telling us this shit for years. It's all predictive programming is it to is it just predictive programming or is it to get us to kind of realize something and say hey they really we need to kind of do what these heroes are doing in this and, and fight back you know i that's i think that's completely what hollywood and then media and it's about it's about kind of steering us in whatever direction they want to go. If you learn the right direction, great. If you don't go along with the waters and crash into a rock, well, that's kind of your fault. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, I was talking to Dr. Gregory Little a few weeks ago, and he was uh, he was he's, for his new book, Origins of the Gods, he was interviewing a Native American man who said that he'd had these experiences with these little blue people that would come out of the walls, and they were, like, menacing and, and aggravating, and they were tricksters, and they, they'd they mess with him and fuck with him all the time, and he, they were annoying. He didn't like them, but one day he just learned to accept them. He's just like, all right, just come on. Do what you got to do, and then he learned to love them and embrace them. And then they started showing him cosmic, profound information. They brought him, like, all this wisdom, and they started telling him things about the cosmos himself, and he became profoundly enlightened by these little blue beings. And I'm wondering, you know, is that what life is about? Is that what all these distractions are about? All this is just some kind of trick to get us to snap out of it and realize our true potential. And some of these entities, I believe, that people come into contact, like people... (laughs) ufo gurus spiritual gurus who think that they're talking to ra or whatever and give us all this crazy information and, and future predictions that never happen well maybe that's just one of the blue guys fucking with you seeing if you see through the bullshit or not and if you don't see through it you go out there become a guru and then your next thing you know you're cory good or david
0: wilcox so there you go you know yeah those are always the funnest teachers too are the ones that are like Fucking with you, and you don't even know it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think about like my second term in culinary school. I mean, shout out to the da- great David Brophy, uh, he was best chef that we ever had. Anyways, long story, but uh, uh, his wife killed him, really fucked up. So it's Daniel Brophy's the man, and like, rest in peace, brother. But like, when you're in his class, you are so goddamn terrified of him because he's just like straight face. Like just, and he has these weird fucking rules. Like if you whistle, he'll tape your mouth. If you do like, like, uh, hold on, there's an air So- If you get caught, like, tasting something with your finger, he would, uh, like, saran wrap your arms to you and shit. Like, he would just scare the fuck out of you, dude. Like, that was his whole thing. And if you cut your finger in class, he had a jar called the tip jar. And, like, he's like, I'm going to feed it to my chickens, you know. And But you realize that, like, he's actually one of the sweetest, nicest, funniest people and that he's teaching you to be better, like, the whole time. And I think that maybe has, you know, those are the best teachers are the ones that, like, I don't know. There's some reverence and a little fear and a little bit of like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Those are the good spiritual teachers, the little blue men.
1: Yeah. But, you know, you you look at it on both ends. Then again, it's hard to uh, love somebody who's trying to cause a genocide like Bill Gates, you know, who has TED talks about (laughs) extinguishing the God being from people and, you know, wanting to depopulate the planet. So it's kind of hard to love them, but maybe they do have a purpose. I don't know.
0: But they do, they do maybe have that purpose. Right. Because yeah. like maybe it's when he kills people, like maybe I, I like to think that death isn't death. Right. right? So it's just a reshuffle. Hmm. I don't know. Sure. So like, is if we, if we are in a game, then it makes it, uh, then it, I don't know, maybe that alleviates some of the stress and anxiety because it's like, if we lose this round, we're coming back. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I hope 100% so. I <laughs> believe that
1: we are popping right back, especially if we haven't achieved uh, the proper enlightenment that we were supposed to. We are going to come back. And, I, you know, I like to believe that we have the choice to at times, even if we have kind of beaten the game of life and, and and achieved all this enlightenment. Maybe we choose to come back as, asc- as ascended masters. Maybe we're like, you know, the Jesuses and Buddhas that, uh, that could decide to come back and enlighten humanity further. I don't know. It, it You know, it's all, uh, like I said earlier, it's like a huge onion that you keep trying to unpeel and there's no fucking end to it.
2: Well, also, sound like Bill Gates, we're all partaking in the system that gives this one individual so much power that no one could possibly manage that right like every time he decides to do something there's a yes everyone else like you me if we decide to do something there's probably going to be like a oh no we're not going to be able to do that or there's gonna be some pushback he doesn't get any of that stuff so what would that do to your mind how would that warp it after decades of just basically anything you come up with someone's on it And we decided we're all partaking in that system. So I think it's like this collective thing of like, okay, we put this person here. And they just happen to be like channeling the energy of the villain. But it's all interconnected on a spiritual level. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so much of this is, uh, like I said earlier, multi-generational. They keep a lot of this stuff in there royal bloodlines in their own families. How many of these guys are actually probably related? Probably a lot. Um, and you have to be of a certain status and I'm sure that if you are born into some of these families to keep you in line, you receive uh, years of indoctrination and probably abuse and trauma to to make you mold you into the perfect little psychopath that's going to take the torch to the, the next generation of little psychopaths and I think that's what it's been for hundreds and maybe thousands of years of passing the torch to psychopaths to, to keep that keep us in control and it's time to to change that man but you know how, what does that look like have we ever seen it that brings us to things like you know tartarian empire was there ever a time where we were uh, advanced and enlightened and we kind of m- more utopian than we are now and we got reset and our history was rewritten Close to like, you know, a couple hundred years ago. I, I love that theory. And it makes sense the more you look into it with mud flood and everything else that uh, the, the evidence that's popping up now with brilliant researchers looking into it. I don't know, man. That's another possibility that we keep having getting ourselves uh, amnesia and reset to where we don't n- know who the hell we were in our ancient past and what the possibilities of how advanced and powerful humans could have possibly been.
0: Yeah, 100%, man, that's super fascinating. You touched on a few things there. And uh, just to get back to the bloodline thing real fast, and we'll talk Tartaria. I love Tartaria. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But the bloodline thing is like, I've heard those stories about like, uh, some of the elites having kids and them keeping them off the books. And things like that, so that they can do whatever the fuck they want with them. They can like, they can have, they can install uh, and make like create people like someone like Klaus Schwab. If you try to look back into like sometimes you can look back into people's past and it doesn't make sense, or you're like, hey, there's really nothing on this guy before, blah blah blah, you know, things like that. Or if they had, I've heard things like when was the Rockefellers that had like twins and one of them died, and then there's like discussion about how the twin didn't actually die. Now they just have a twin of this one if they need to. And this one, you know, all this fascinating shit like that. And um, I don't know if any of that is true, but I love that stuff. And Anyways, I don't know. <laughs>
1: no, I, I do too. I mean, I, I think that um, the the ancient bloodlines, it's all a key. Like you were saying earlier, it goes back to one kind of occult practice. I think it goes back to Babylonian death cult. I think mm-hmm. it goes back to that old, you know, original um, Babylonian um, cult worship where these guys were worshiping multiple deities like Baal. And uh, it just carried on. And they didn't – in order to – You know, hold their power. They couldn't keep practicing out in the open. So they kind of split off into the Abrahamic religions, uh, to Christianity, to to Muslim um, Islam, Islam and uh, Judaism. And uh, that's what they did to kind of hide in plain sight with their old Babylonian death cult religion. That they held on to. And I think that's what they're still using today. And that's where all the probably the elitist elite of the elite bloodline stem from is those those ancient, ancient ancestors from that area. 100 percent,
0: man. Yeah, I'm I completely agree with you. Yeah. And when you look back at a lot of those old gods, they are supposed to be like, even Yahweh supposed to be the God of of the Jews. Mm. You can tie him back to being actually Kronos being Saturn, right. which is fascinating. And who knows, man? I mean, I worship God. So, I mean, I worship Yahweh. So maybe I'm worshiping Saturn. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's the thought that Yahweh's also from yeah. the Sumerian menthos uh, Enki, who was the God of the sky who destroyed humanity. And his brother was the God of the earth. Enlil, no, I'm backwards. Enlil is the God of the sky. Enki's the God of the earth that wanted to save humanity. And it's again, the same gods that were probably different names throughout different time periods
0: hundred percent, man. Let's talk Tartaria, man. Sure. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love Tartaria.
0: Dude, that's a fascinating thing. And so like, I'm actually, I'm talking to somebody later, later on, I think next week, maybe something like that. And we're going to try to go over some of the myths of Tartaria uh, because I think a lot of it, man, some of it, I think some of the utopian stuff, like I would Mm. love it to be true, but I'm just like, we are still human. You know, like, I I don't know, because like some people go like so far with it, but I I love the idea and I, I want it to be true. And I think about Tartaria a lot, man, and it is that whole hidden history and those those crazy old technologies that like maybe we don't, you know, that we're all occulted and fucking and we've had resets in the past to cover it up and we don't know anything about our, you know, our own past.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. The utopian aspect. I think we were probably, if this is all accurate, that we were probably highly advanced in different and more efficient ways than we're using now, that we probably had much better and uh, more uh, free energy type technology than we had now. And it was implemented. And I think because the whole globe and world had access to this type of free technology, and we're building wonderful things and thriving, and not being not needing daddy government to take care of them and provide all this stuff. Like they know how to do all these amazing things for themselves. They had consciousness abilities uh, that maybe they weren't under the control of this kind of global wing. uh, But the technology was so amazing and free and wonderful that the planet was thriving. And I think of it more probably like that, you know, maybe we didn't have spaceships going around, but we, we knew how to, to farm correctly. We knew how to harness energy from the sky and have clean energy and free energy. And uh, we knew how to use sound and vibration to heal Mm. and build and, and, and make megalithic structures. Uh, And I don't think we could ever recreate even some of the, the, the smallest megalithic structures that, have that we found in our ancient past, you know, Egypt, Peru, all over the world. When it comes yeah. to pyramids, uh, but I and I think that's that civilization may have continued on for uh, maybe hundreds, thousands of years until. Uh, a lot more recently than we're being portrayed and that could be that's the whole idea behind you know tartaria but i don't know man i don't know how adv- if we were like a utopian if they didn't have wars if there was a need for mm-hmm. wars but what you know but what better reason to to cover up all this stuff if we were indeed utopian and didn't have wars and didn't need uh, them to control us that would be you know a perfect reason to cover up and destroy everything if they wanted to control the planet Uh, you know, just repopulate with orphan trains. Uh,
0: you know, that's another fascinating aspect of it too. That's a big part of it. That's super fascinating. Yeah. 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 That's so wild, man. Yeah. I do think about that too. And I think possibly too, if it started like, so let's talk about how far in the past this could have been. Mm -hmm. And maybe when humanity was younger and there was, it was more unified, right. You know, when things are more unified, like, uh, like, anyways i I think about like uh you know like denmark or something they're they're able to take care of all of each other because they're like homogenous they're all fucking cousins they all fucking know each other you know things like that they're more they're more giving and things like that in america it's hard because like we don't trust our neighbor we're all individualists we're all kind of assholes you know like and and whatever i'm not a socialist i'm not (laughs) not promoting that i'm just saying like but so if you were in a fucking country if you were in like a little empire like i don't know where tartaria originated or what you know whatever it was it's like if they had one vision, if they had one, maybe like a goal, they had one God or many gods, but one religion sort of thing. And they all sort of agree, then maybe, maybe some of like some of those more utopian things would be possible as far as them like wanting to create energy and share it with everyone instead of our idea of wanting to create energy and selling it to everyone yeah (laughs) things like that so maybe they just had a different fucking mindset completely and uh i don't know yeah that's a fascinating thing because yeah and if we know we could it could be possible we could be you know i mean there's enough food to feed everyone on the planet right now period and we're gonna now we're gonna go into this whole thing where we're gonna pretend we're all starving because we're burning fucking food factories to the ground and we're calling chickens left and right and we're You know, and this is all just fake scarcity to make mm-hmm. us hate each other and fight with each other.
1: Exactly, it's the illusion of scarcity, and that's that's a great way to keep daddy government in control. Hundred um, percent. I want to go back for a second to say the, the the time frame of this stuff. That's like the hardest thing I think about all this is trying to piece together uh, a time frame when this could have happened. But I think the best way to do so is what a lot of researchers are doing: looking at ancient cataclysms. You know, what better Way to repopulate and reset a, a globe, the globe, than with a major cataclysm, uh, erase all history and all evidence that we were advanced, and just start over that would be, you know, the ideal thing to do if I was a psychopath and had the means. Uh, now, the question is, was it a natural event? Was this mud flood something cosmic, you know, meteors or uh, planetary explosions or whatever that could possibly happen in the ancient past? Or was it caused? We know 100% now that they have control of the weather. Uh, yeah. I believe they have control of even earthquakes and volcanoes. Yeah, and I think that yeah. they, uh, they that's make, what, yeah. I think that's going to be the climate change agenda upcoming. Is there going to be able to control the weather and make some fucked up shit happen but maybe they had that technology then and maybe they were able to cause a massive global cataclysm that reset everything i don't know and as far as time periods there's there's plenty of uh cataclysmic time frames that we could look at that this could have been but the time frame of the mud flood which was like Early eighteen hundreds, I believe, uh, there was a couple of them. That you know, that that points to that could point to it. But I think there's also a few other time frames, one in the sixteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds. So we don't know. And, it, and it, these huge cataclysms, you know, people are thinking maybe every four hundred years one happens. Some think it's every twelve thousand years. Yeah, we really don't know because we yeah. could have been reset much recently than we thought, and we would have never found out about it.
0: Yeah, how the fuck do we know? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they've been they've been running the education. I used to be a huge history nerd until I fucking realized I watched everything that they're doing in real time and I'm like the way that they're like projecting right now, like January sixth. Like yeah. this was like the end of democracy and this and that. You know, when our kids are fucking going through school, that's what they're gonna be taught that the democracy, the America almost ended on January sixth, two thousand one and stuff. So it was a bunch of hillbillies that got led inside the Capitol. Somebody took a shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk, and somebody stole AOC's shoes and jerked off and sold them. Like, that was, yeah. it. That
2: was it. I've heard <laughs> slipping through blood. i heard someone <laughs> was slipping in yeah. blood. Yeah. Which
0: is pretty, like. No, that was the cum blood. from the guy jerking off AOC's I don't shoes. Know. Was... <laughs> to
2: give me an idea, though, like, I think there should be some kind of, like, Todd Terry infest. Like, just get together and just start, like, start to create this national identity, even if it's... Yeah even if it's completely made up like they all are some level right like yeah a lot of idealism just be like we're gonna celebrate Tataria wave a flag or whatever and
0: yeah the griffin yeah i love it uh <laughs> yeah. yeah so one of those things oh man where where were we going with that i can't fucking remember
1: <laughs> oh, oh uh,
0: brother yeah the reset and mm-hmm. then oh Oh, have you thought about this? So, um, I've definitely heard some people talk about this, that like the earth is going through. Oh, okay. We'll go back to that. Sorry. One more time. So mm-hmm. we, were, we were talking to Andreas exerts this a little bit ago, and he was talking about how they had found these uh, volcanoes in Africa that were actually like nuclear volcanoes. And it, it was really interesting. And like, I guess the French government, like I think this was in the Congo destroyed them. They bombed the shit out of them because mm-hmm. uh, they were trying to like, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm going to have to relisten our episode. So I know what I'm talking about, but I find that fucking fascinating that these seem like they were actually man-made like nuclear reactor, like right. natural volcanoes. And that's fucking fascinating. Maybe that was part of this like energy. Like we had these fucking, you know, like who knows these were might might've been energy reactors that we had fucking built. You know, I don't know how long ago. And no. uh, I think the two places that are the best candidates for,
1: super strange history and even life is under the water and underground. I think that underground, we have potential to find amazing things and we have amazing things that we're not, mean, telling anybody about i know we have military bases of course i go across the whole uh country but that's that's something different i'm sure there's also underground um facilities that are in antiquity that are ancient i'm sure there are tunnel systems that are ancient and i i'm sure that we had access to a lot of this stuff and uh, as far as things underwater there has been some crazy anomalous which you would call uaps that if they're ours, we are. We've got some insane technology to where the water doesn't even displace, and this thing goes in. So things like that, uh, you know, it points to maybe they, that we still have advanced civilizations that could be underwater. Maybe they're they're just advanced humans, not necessarily aliens. Maybe we're a breakaway advanced civilization from the Tartarian times that knew how to. You know, manipulate underwater uh, technology to where we could build a civilization under there. Uh, That's another option too. But I think underground and underwater is the two places that we should start looking instead of uh, space, because everything NASA told us is fucking fake. So we know that. (laughs) Uh, I'm in no way a flat earther, but I do not trust anything they tell us. And I know we didn't go to the fucking moon, so
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm ambiguous on the shape of the Earth, but I know that (laughs) NASA is full of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean one day you can convince me that we're in a flat realm. The next day, this is a giant simulation. The next day we're fucking hollow inside of a donut and you can get in there. And that's where the Nazis escape to. And <laughs> I, I love it all, dude. It's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, oh. What was it? Oh, that's what I was going to say next is uh, because you we keep hearing about this, like the climate change and they're, they're throwing all the shit. But like I've heard enough people that are obviously a hell of a lot smarter than me talking about how the earth goes through these cycles and that we're actually instead of global warming, we're getting ready for like another fucking ice age. We're going mm-hmm. through like a solar minimum and that the earth is going to start fucking getting cold really fast and that the elites fucking know this. And that's part of why they're trying to like, Nicely call all of us I guess And maybe that was something to do with the fucking Jab like just trying to get rid of all Of us because there's not there is Not going to be enough food there is Not going to be enough like i don't know that's fascinating well, this and is I, where it
1: gets like super confusing because i've talked to many different researchers that have completely different ideas about this they all have the idea that the elites are doing this because of something happening some kind of cosmic something coming but exactly what it is that's where they disagree some people yeah. think we're going through a solar minimum we're going going to hit a, a new mini ice age some yeah, yeah. think that we're going to heat up and then the planet will have unsustainable temperatures. Some think we're going through a portion of space that has more e- electromagnetic frequencies and energy. And that's why people are awakening and we're going to see start seeing strange anomalies in the sky and all these... Uh, sh- strange cosmic things and as as well as meteors uh uh, you know a more concentrated area of meteors and some people think like planet x is coming and that's gonna what's gonna cause a uh, a total cataclysm and this is true though we are our magnetic north is moving towards siberia at a rapid rate uh i think i forget how many like four some four four and a half miles per every 30 days i think which is insane and if it hits Past a certain forty degree mark, I believe that's when we have a uh, an electromagnetic reversal. Uh, that means our our magnetic field is going to completely reverse and flip, and it will knock out all the technology and power and everything on the planet. And I think that's probably the most likely scenario because we can that's see we can see the magnetic north pole moving. We've seen it over the past few years, and it's not good. If it hits past a certain mark, which it will, we don't know for sure what would happen, but it is theorize that we're going to have an electromagnetic uh, reversal of our um, electromagnetic poles and, and that, that doesn't mean that like doesn't mean the planet's going to shift it's just the, the the electromagnetic field the protection around the planet is going to reverse the polarity and it's going to knock out all the electronics and power across the planet and i think that's the most likely scenario although you know Bring on anything at this point. I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, man. It'd be that's better super than COVID, you
1: know.
0: <laughs> well, be well, I mean, the then thing. we could have like Ted's. We could have like Ted Kaczynski's wet dream, where we just go back. There's no technology. Yeah, here like, we go. <laughs> that's that's funny, man. That seems like something too that is like a natural thing that mm. is unavoidable, and there's nothing we could do to stop it. Yeah, that's interesting. That probably happens every fucking millennia or something like that. I think so, I'm pretty
1: sure it does. If it does, you know. If, if it we're it does, not in, yeah. if we're not on a flat pancake or some yeah. kind of simulated
0: role, yeah, you're being a real globe show right now. the just- <laughs> <laughs> sure, show man uh, that's funny, man. yeah, so what the fuck's gonna happen? Do we have to like remake electricity to work differently for us or we just couldn't fuck with it? like you know
1: that's beyond me all i know is we would be knocked back to like a uh, 1800s era and be and be probably before you know we, we may even be still like major. yeah yeah man i, I like mean that a lot. there's going to be those of us that are prepared for it that you know are starting their own sustainable communities know how to grow their own food and uh, know how to live off the land those people will be fine the the rest of them that wanted to go into the metaverse and were were cutting their genitals off and things like that they might not be
0: so good When they wake up, yeah, the drug's gone. The fucking the (laughs) fucking visor doesn't work. They can't get their dick back, and (laughs) they they can't get their their
1: their transsexual medications anymore. You
0: know, it's a tough world for those people. Yeah, that's that's a huge part of the depopulation agenda is just pushing this whole like you're in the wrong body go ahead, sterilize yourself. You'll feel better. You won't want to die anymore. Like, because of all the horrible things they've been doing and psychologically scarring and, like, just traumatizing people, they're like, it's because you're in the wrong body. That's why. It's not us. We're not the fucking problem.
1: The perpetuation of mental illness is one of our hugest, like, things that we've got going on right now but they're
0: just normal people that are being traumatized by this horrible fucking system you know what i mean like the system is like using
1: these people right now they're putting up on the in in the the forefront so that we all think that this is the way we should all act we should all be fucking crazy and insane people right and i think that's one that's part of it too yeah Yeah, brother yeah i feel that
0: (laughs) mad mad world man mad mad world (sighs) I think that I could kind of dig a world going back to around the 1800s, if we could just like, dude, we have like a steampunk utopia.
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> I think we need to we need to go back to that kind of barter barter type system, uh, and you know, exchange, equal exchange of energy and goods to to survive, and that's really all we need as humans.
0: What do you think? As far as like, I keep hearing this, and I think this is fairly fucking true. I've seen seen enough of it, where or seen enough evidence for it that like the big elites, big time elites, are all buying giant fucking underground bunkers.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, oh What yeah. the fuck
0: do they know that we don't? So when this fucking polarity shift happens, is like, is the world not going to have like? Well, Is it going to be fucked for like a couple of years until? It's it, hard, like, yeah,
1: like uh, it's from what know, I'm gonna told. Get sucked into space. We will have no. Space isn't real. <laughs> no type of technological basis and we would have to start all over but what that's going to cause is like people to go crazy, it's going to cause riots going to cause people to, you know, steal all the rest of the food supply that we have and uh, we're going to live, be living in Mad Max world because no one knows how to handle living in 1800s world, right? So it's going to be chaos for a while and imagine trying to reset infrastructure and rebuild during that type of Mad Max chaos, which it's 100% going to be if, if we experience anything like that so that's where the danger in lies and that's where it's going to take a long time to get back to a normal society
0: yeah 100 man have you heard the theory that maybe the a space whatever it is it's a liquid and that it might even be like water and so if this if this fucking happens we could have maybe that's what the mud flood was or the great fucking right. flood like we just dump all this water and just Man, that's fucking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's theorized that it's some sort of like plasma that, when it comes down in the earth, it, it forms this like mud, red type mud uh, that that we're seeing. But I don't know, man. It's very interesting. I know. I just know that space is nothing uh, like the, the probably nothing like we're being told. Um, I don't know if we can get out of our atmosphere. I don't know where they're shooting those rockets. I know that all the moon f- footage is fake. Yeah. Uh, the reasons behind that could be anything. It could be just because we're trying to get to the space race, but I personally believe it was much more than that. That we couldn't do it. That it's impossible. That there's there's something preventing us from getting outside of that atmosphere. Now, whatever's out there, I don't claim to know, and you know, I'm not going to get into that. That's a whole new thing. But I know for sure that we're being lied to about the nature of it. Yeah, hundred percent, man.
0: I, I I'm one of those people that don't think that we can get out. I don't think it's possible. Whatever that you want to call the veil, whatever you want to say that is above us, the firmament. I don't think that we can get out of outside of that. I I think think we're meant to. Yeah. 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 That's fucking fascinating, man. And uh, that's why that's one of 10,000 reasons why, you know, uh, that Elon Musk is a bad guy. (laughs) <laughs> him lying about sending fucking teslas into outer space and well he's he's he's
1: embedded with the military industrial complex
0: he wants he's to part of the yeah, yeah I mean, he uses darpa money for all of his shit he uses government funds he's because not the guy's likable and tells a couple yet. of jokes we're gonna supposed to trust him with all this stuff I don't so, think so much of the truth of community does they think yeah. that he's he's the fucking yeah, yeah the savior yeah It's I I love you guys, I'm sorry, but it's the Q people that like they need a fucking savior. Yeah. And so after this guy fell through, they're like, All right, the next one. All right, (laughs) you know, it's like Well, that's
1: another part of this thing, man. It's getting us to look for a savior and look outside of ourselves
0: for some for the answers when it's only you are gonna save yourself. Right here. It's yeah. right here. Yeah, that's the answer. Finding that Godhead inside of you, that piece. That's why of on, that.
1: all, on so many megalithic structures, they have the entrance, the door to nowhere with two ears on the side. The kingdom of heaven is within. So you have to look within. We're not going to space to find the answers. The only answers are within ourselves. And if we are all it is, then that's where you,
0: got, you start. got to start looking, right? Yeah, 100%, man. I love it. Uh, Brother, this has been a hell of a lot of fun. We should do it again. Yeah, man, I had a blast. Sure. (laughs) Chris, you're the man. Uh, You want to give everybody, again, uh, where they can find you?
1: Yeah, uh, Forbidden Knowledge News. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.news, feature amazing podcasts from our community. We are also on Rockfin. That's where you get our premium stuff uh, that you can't find anywhere else. Uh, We put clips up on YouTube, and we're on all podcast platforms,
0: and that's us awesome man and Kyle gave us comment love the show thank you Kyle we love you Kyle. <laughs> hell yeah all right I'm gonna hit the outro if you want to hang on for a minute I'll give you I yep. want to chat to you for just a second and thank you everybody